This is Business Banter, a podcast for the Indo-German business community, featuring wide-ranging conversations on the issues of matter in business. And now, here's your host, Gotham. My guest today is Birgit Heidenreich. She's a business consultant, organizer of networking events, online courses, and founder of Expat Business Club Germany. She serves as managing partner at CBC Companies and Business Consultancy Limited and is passionate about supporting individuals who wish to set up new businesses in Germany. She has a diploma in business administration from BWA in St. Gallen and has worked in banking and automotive leasing. Our topic today is business models. Birgit is here to talk to us about why it's important for businesses to evaluate their business models before entering a new market. Business models continually evolve as companies react to changes, large and small, and as they reposition to avoid emerging risks and seize opportunities. Over time, these changes can transform everything about the business model, how the business invests, how it earns and distributes its profits, and how it deploys its capital. It's time to meet our guest, Birgit. Thank you for being here. Hey, Gautam. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure being here. So let's get right into it. You've told me to be successful with your business, you need a solid knowledge of business administration and finance to take strategic decisions. Let's talk about that some more. Yeah, in Germany, we have many rules to follow for setting up a business. And we also need to fulfill lots of legal requirements like the legal notice, the GDPR, publication obligations, and many more. Um, the tax structure in Germany is also not that easy and the obligations you need to cover for having employees are way different than those in other countries. And you've written an article with tips to avoid making mistakes as a new entrepreneur in which you mention the importance of choosing the legal form wisely and to have a clear understanding of which legal requirements you have to follow. Mm. One of the most significant points in business is being trustworthy for your clients, right? The legal form is for Germans very important. It depends on your target group and the market which one is the right one. But also other aspects play a role in the choice of the legal form, like the paperwork and expenses. And yeah, legal requirements are also extensive. So, for example, an owner of a company who does not live in Germany will not easily get a bank account. Maybe it's also impossible. But also the GDPR, like the General Data Protection Regulation or the Money Laundering Act, bring a lot of requirements you need to comply with. Moving to business models. Now, this is a broad topic, but what we're talking about today is why companies need to evaluate their business model when entering the German market. Market conditions differ considerably across borders. Still, most companies have stuck to the strategies they've traditionally deployed, which emphasize standardized approaches to new markets while sometimes experimenting with a few local twists. Yeah, that's true. Maybe there is a market for your product or your service in Germany, but the value differs to other countries. The value is the reason why a potential client is willing to buy your product or pay for your service. But what if your product will get bought in the US because it's fancy and Germans wouldn't buy it because of that reason? Their purchase decision is based on the facts of usability and time saving. So we are still talking about exactly the same, but you would need to change the marketing strategy. 
To find out this detail, you will need to have a look at your business model to understand your new target group. The same could happen when we have a look at the revenue model. Some culture prefers monthly payments for a fixed contract that ends automatically. In Germany, mobile phone contracts run for two years, but if you don't cancel three months before the expiry, you will get another 12 months. So you can see the differences. There has been some research into the potential challenges of Industry 4.0 for small and medium-sized companies. For those who aren't aware, Industry 4.0 is a synonym for the fourth industrial revolution. The term originated with a future-oriented project that was part of the German government's high-tech strategy. There are serious security concerns that hinder implementation. The Mittelstand has not yet discovered the power of big data and the cloud for itself. Is this a big concern for companies planning to enter the German market? Yes, sure. Digitalization is essential to put in your business towards the future. All business owners need to think outside the box to find new ways for offering their services or optimize their products. Having a successfully running business doesn't mean that you will never have to change anything. On the contrary, your business is in a permanent process of development and adjustment to new market conditions, technical evolutions and the needs of your clients. There are many areas Germany lags behind uh, other countries For example, payment via mobile phone, reservation of parking slots, and many more. To highlight our point, we could use an example. I guess most of our listeners know the companies I'm talking about. Consider a comparison of two competing business plans, where two companies rent and sell movies. Both businesses made $5 million in revenues after spending $4 million on their inventories of movies. This means that each company makes a gross profit of 1 million. They also have the same gross profit margin calculated as 20% of gross profit divided by revenues. But things change with the arrival of the internet. Company B decides to stream movies online instead of renting or selling physical copies. This change disrupts the business model in a positive way. The licensing fees don't change, but the cost of holding inventory goes down considerably. The change reduces storage and distribution costs by 2 million. The new gross profit for company is now 3 million. The new gross profit margin is 60%. Meanwhile, company A fails to update its business plan and is stuck with a lower gross profit margin. As a result, its sales begin to slide downwards. Company B isn't even making more in sales, but it has revolutionized its business model and that has greatly reduced its costs. Yeah, exactly. This is what I mentioned. Thinking outside the box, offering the same, but in a new and innovative way. Way more comfortable for the clients, cheaper for the business owner with a higher gross profit margin and also cheaper for the clients. This is a classy win-win situation. You've got a lot of experience dealing with foreign individuals and companies setting up shop in Germany. What about India? You're well aware about the cultural differences and business practices. What in particular do Indian companies need to think of when making their plans? As I know from my Indian clients, the registration of the company in Germany differs from India. They told me you have to uh, fill out 20 to 30 pages in which you explain what kind of business you will have or even not have. In Germany, you have exactly two lines to explain exactly what your business is for. As I already said, um, 
you need to know many things about the bureaucracy and the legal requirements. So it's way more than just uh, to successfully register the company and open a bank account. Beside all the hard facts of setting up a business we were already talking about, we also should pay attention to local business culture when we would like to enter a new market. Here we are facing differences, for example, in how to make small talk, uh, the way of preparing a business presentation or approaching potential business partners. There um, are, of course, um, many more things to consider, but this gives you an idea what I mean. That's also the reason why I founded the Expert Business Club. Here, the members find experts to guide them to succeed in the German market, either in the hard facts, but also sharing their knowledge about the local business culture. Your managing partner at CBC Companies and Business Consultancy Limited, a family business started by your mother, Irmgard, in 2004. You've been working alongside her for about 10 years now. You've even founded a new expat business club. What inspired you to join? And how has it been working together with family? Yeah, right. As you said, my mom founded the company in 2004. And as I finished my studies beside my job in 2009, uh, it was time to think about my business career because no one studies beside to stay in the same job as before. I realized there are not many opportunities I would like to take as an employee. And so my mom offered me to jump into the company. We had many long conversations how this could look like and also if it's a good decision to work together. And um, yeah, honestly, it was not always easy, but for sure the best decision ever. Um, I participate from her experience and she benefits from younger and modern ideas. And also we are perfect business partners. Your mother or your daughter is the most trustworthy partner you could have. Yeah, and so as I started 2010, we focused on classic business consulting for SMEs like strategy consulting, how to increase the business and uh, succession planning. Some years before, I frequently met interesting people on networking events. They had really good ideas for founding their startup or they were passionate to offer their service as a freelancer, for example, but they struggled with the German bureaucracy, legal requirements, and also strategic decisions. So, yeah, that was the reason for me. Uh, I took the decision to change the business model and offer my service to founders and freelancers. Since then, we support them uh, to successfully setting up their business in Germany. And yeah, as you can see, there are many different reasons to optimize or change your business model, entering a new market or country, new innovations, or also focusing on new target groups can be reasons for that. This shows you why the business model is one of the most important tools you have as an entrepreneur. That was today's podcast with Birgit. I have put her contact details in this podcast description. It was a pleasure chatting with her. That's all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Until the next one. You've reached the end of another episode of the Business Banter Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Until next time.